Bronco Nation News Live is presented by RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics. Power in people, pride in painting. Check them out at ROEPaint.com. Now, here's BJ Rains. Hey, how we doing, Boise State fans? Welcome on in, Bronco Nation News Live, BroncoNationNews.com. This is the Winston Venable Show. Winston going to be joining us here in just a couple of minutes as he gets logged in. So get your comments in, get your questions in, anything you've got for Winston Venable. We will get to it here shortly on Bronco Nation News Live, the Winston Venable Show. We're wrapping up spring football, looking at some offseason storylines, getting Winston's take. He was down there on the field for the spring game on Saturday. So we'll catch up with Winston and uh, get his thoughts on uh, what he thinks about uh, the football team heading into the summer we got a lot of fun stuff scheduled this summer by the way we'll continue our football everybody says what are you going to cover all summer well we got plenty of stuff we made it through all last summer so we'll have uh, looks at different players on the football and basketball teams Um, we'll look at different uh, questions storylines about the team and I do have a little bit of a hoarse voice this morning I was yelling at my kids uh, baseball game last night so I apologize uh, for that and uh, no we did not win we were still 0-2 by the way and we have one hit in two games so uh, hopefully my uh, coaching career picks it up, but I may be on the hot seat here soon. We've got uh, 22 strikeouts and 36 at-bats. I was just looking at the uh, stats earlier this morning. So we are uh, struggling to uh, hit the ball, and we'll see what happens. We play again tomorrow night. My uh, other son, Nelson, has his coach pitch game tonight, so I am uh, 0 for 3 in my uh, head coaching career uh, so far to start it out. So hopefully tonight – the uh, the Braves can get back on track and get our first win, and and I can get off uh, get off the hot seat a little bit. But uh, Winston, a couple minutes away, if you just joined us, so we will uh, get some of the uh, administrative stuff out of the way. We'll take any early comments or questions you have, and then Winston Venable going to pop on here uh, and talk some football as we wrap up uh, the spring game. But uh, you got basketball signing day today, so you may see some news from the women's basketball team, uh, the men's basketball team, I believe. Uh, Mr. Ugbo, who, by the way, they also call E-Man, uh, is going to be uh, announced today. Still some questions about his eligibility and his uh, readiness for the season, but um, whether or not you know it'll transfer from coming overseas and things like that. But uh, he is expected to sign today and be a member of the team. And they're still looking at guards, which is very interesting. My understanding now is that Mo Silla is staying. Uh, I think it's uh, kind of been decided they need to have another kind of big, tall guy that can help out on defense and rebounding. And I think there's some room for improvement with Mo Silla to be here for a whole summer and get to have that. He didn't have any of the summer training last year because of some different things, and uh, he didn't commit till middle of June. So uh, I think they've kind of decided that Mo Silla is going to be that backup center. And if that's the case, uh, or third-string center, however you want to look at it, if they bring in another guy here, um, with, with the first spot, but if that's the case, then they don't have any more scholarships. So, um, we'll have to kind of wait and see what happens there. Um, you know, moving forward, but they're still talking to some guards that would make you believe that somebody else is leaving, you know, maybe in the perfect situation, as I wrote about Matt, you know, Leon Rice does decide to, you know, move max to walk on if they can add the perfect piece to this year's team. I think that's certainly an option. Um, you know, but, uh, uh, my understanding is Jace Whiting, uh, Kobe Young, RJ Keen, nobody is, um, you know, no one's heading out. So I think that the, people were, why are they talking to guards? Is somebody else transferring? That's not the uh, indication that, I, that I've that i gotten uh, to this point. So uh, we will um, wait and see what happens. But again, there may be some news today on uh, Ugbo, who's a foreign player coming over that's going to sign with the team. And uh, they'll now have uh, Agbo and Ugbo uh, as members of the basketball team. But again, still some um, 
questions on whether or not he'll actually be eligible to play uh, next year. Andrew Meadow and Chris Lockett have already been announced as part of the fall signing period uh, for Boise State in November. So uh, that updates you on signing day for basketball. So if we're on the air today, and again, Winston Venable, uh, if you're just joining us, he'll be here shortly. Everybody has deals with traffic and things on a Wednesday morning in Boise, Idaho. So I uh, wanted to go ahead and get started and get some of the administrative stuff out of the way. But Winston didn't want you waiting too long. But Winston Venable will be joining us shortly. And we will uh, get to his thoughts on the spring football game. So if you have a question or a comment for Winston, help us out. Go ahead and get it in now. You know, you can interact on the Idaho Central Credit Union YouTube chat for the show today. So we'd love to have you. Go ahead and jump on in. Get your question for Winston, your thought uh, about, about the offense, the defense, the coaching staff, anything Boise State football related, uh, let us know. And we'll get to that uh, shortly. Hey, I was out at Timberstone Golf Course yesterday. Got a good chance to catch up with Tad and Kelly and the crew. Love it out there, man. And it's an awesome spot, worth every second of the drive. And uh, we're making some preparations for the golf tournament on June 2nd. We hope you will join us. The afternoon flight is open, so you can work a, work a half day in the morning. Come on out, have lunch, have a Q&A, hear from Tyson Degenhart from some of our special guests. we got another big special guest um, participant we'll be announcing here in the next few days. Um, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So some of your favorite players and coaches will be out there. Um, we're even working on uh, some football players potentially being out there in the afternoon session as well. So uh, once they get their morning workouts out of the way. So don't wait. Sign up today. BroncoNationNews.com slash golf. Lithia Ford of Boise is providing a hole-in-one. Uh, well, they're providing a Bronco Sport if you get a hole-in-one on hole six in the Bronco Nation News Golf Tournament. So the Bronco Sport will be out there at the tee box, and you can just drive it right home if you get a hole-in-one. Going to be a lot of fun, so we appreciate Lithia Ford of Boise. I mentioned RJ Keene, Tyson Degenhart will be two of the participants, David Motes, Tim Durier, uh, Mike Burns, Michael Johnson. we got a lot of uh, members of the basketball staff that will be out there. Um, and we're, uh, Sean Garris, the volleyball coach, is going to be out there. Justin Schultz, the softball coach. Uh, we're adding to our roster uh, weekly, so hope you'll join us on June 2nd. It was a lot of fun last year. Uh, Johnny and Prater will be broadcasting their show out. Tuss will be out there. Uh, just cater it. Chef Wally's going to have lunch, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And we hope everybody will join us again June 2nd at Timberstone. But space is limited. I know people, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, I'll get to it in a few, you know, I'll get to it at some point here. Nope, don't wait. This is going to sell out. There's been a ton of interest. We're already way past last year, uh, and we're still seven weeks away from the tournament. So uh, you need to jump in uh, now. Don't wait. And uh, we'd love to have you at bronconationnews.com slash golf, or you can just click the golf tab there at the top of the page is where you can get more information on the uh, Bronco Nation News Golf Tournament. While we wait for Winston Venable, we'll get some of our uh, uh, administrative stuff out of the way, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash News. We would love to have you on the YouTube channel. Uh, youtube.com slash Bronco Nation News. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, please switch over and watch us on YouTube from here on out. Uh, we, we're trying to build the YouTube page up. It's free and easy to subscribe, and then you can get notified uh, when we go live for broadcast. So uh, then that way you can, uh, you know, if you're uh, able to watch, you can just pop on a watch, and you'll know that we're live uh, when you when you uh, turn on your notifications. So uh, just go to YouTube, search Bronco Nation News. We'd love to have you. And don't forget about that Bronco Nation News app as well in the App Store and on Google Play. We are broadcasting from the Cutwater Spirits Mobile Studios. Happy to have Cutwater back for another year, full year of Cutwater and Stein distributing. They're back through uh, next year's spring game. We're very appreciative of them. Hopefully going to have some more cool announcements with Cutwater for the golf tournament as well coming up here in the next week or two. But uh, thanks to Cutwater Spirits. We're in the mobile studios, more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails. You can pick one up at your local gas station or grocery store. I had never had a Cutwater before I uh, did the deal with them. I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit that, but I just seen it. Never just uh, 
taken the plunge and now uh, love them. Love the Cutwaters, the Long Island, the Mango Margarita, Pina Colada is a good one. Um, th- th- there's not a bad one, but uh, they're all great. But I love the Pina Colada. Um, great for uh, sports viewing or just a nice evening out on the patio. So uh, check them out. Cutwater Spirits available at your local gas station or grocery store. Ropaint.com. They're providing a sleeve of golf balls. We're teaming up for the golf tournament. You get a sleeve of golf balls as well um, from uh, Ropaint.com. R-O-E-Paint.com. They're uh, scheduling for those concrete coatings. The spring season is here, and it's the perfect time to spruce up that uh, stained, ugly-looking back patio or garage or basement. Rowpaint.com. You can uh, get a free estimate. They'll come out and give you a free estimate, take the measurements, give you a free estimate, show you what they can do, and then you can make a uh, no-pressure decision. And I highly recommend it. It's five times stronger than epoxy, the one-day install with Rowpaint.com. I see Winston Venable getting all set up, so we'll get to him shortly. Lithia Ford of Boise. You can do what the Reigns family did. Go purchase a vehicle from Lithia Ford of Boise. You went on there online, saw the full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com, picked out a couple that we thought we might like, went and test drove them, saw them in person, and we settled on the F-150. Very happy with our choice. You can do the same. But if you don't want to buy from them, they will buy your used vehicle at uh, Lithia Ford Boise. You can go on in, and they'll make you a cash offer on the spot from their appraiser. Idaho Central Credit Union, ICCU.com. The best in mobile e-branch online banking. You go in once to sign up your account. You never have to go back again. It's so easy to transfer money, move money around, pay bills. Uh, just uh, love what Idaho Central Credit Union does. And when you do have to, you know, the, the rare time you have to go into the uh, the branch, it's a, a very friendly staff, greets you at the door and uh, takes care of you. So check them out, Idaho Central Credit Union. And uh, there may be some cool news with Bronco Nation News and ICCU uh, on tap here in the near future as well. So uh, stay tuned on as we as we navigate this nil space these days there's some stuff we're working on so just stay tuned uh, on that so without further ado we will bring in our special guest it's his show the winston venable show there he is winston um i was yelling at, i was telling everybody i was yelling at my uh, son's uh, little little hoarse voice this morning at my son's uh, baseball game yesterday but we're going to uh, push through but uh, appreciate you for joining us how are you sir i'm doing great how are the braves doing well the braves play tonight i'm coaching two teams um uh, I was going to say unfortunately, but I, it's fortunately because I love coaching my kids and being around them. And uh, but uh, the coach pitch Braves, we're we're uh, we're playing tonight with a chance to. Uh, uh, my my I'm zero and three in my head coaching career. I've lost two games with the Mets, one game with the Brave Braves. I may need some some coaching assistance here, Winston. But uh, we we do have a chance tonight to get our first win, uh, and then the Mets uh, will will look to get their first win again tomorrow. But uh, yeah, zero and three, not the start I was looking for. Hey, as long as you're not too nervous on that mound, you know, you said coaches pitch. So I just imagine old BJ out there trying to trying to get that ball over that plate, man, put those kids in a great position for success. But uh, that's a tough task, man. At the uh, at the coach pitch level for the Braves. Yeah, it's it's and, and, and you do kind of ha- it's kind of like throwing darts. You know, the, the swing plane doesn't change much with the kids. So you kind of have to mm-hmm. throw it exactly where they're swinging the bat. And so there is some there is a little bit of pressure on the coach uh, to, to do that and. I guess I didn't do a good enough job uh, the other day, but we'll see. Today's a new day, and we'll get out there tonight. And I uh, was walking down the stairs this morning. You know, my my son had had uh, woken up before me, and he's sitting on the couch. You know, my kindergartner, and and I said, "Morning, boys." And he looked at me, goes, "Dad." I said, "What?" He goes, "I got a game tonight." I said, "Yes, you do." So just the as everybody knows with their kids, just the you know they're just that's all he's going to think about all day is having his game tonight. So uh, we'll try to win, but win or lose, it's just fun to spend some time with them. My wife uh, Karen is the uh, scorekeeper. My other son helps out, so it's a family affair we have some fun and and uh, we'll see what happens tonight but uh, Winston excited to have you on wrap up spring ball we saw you there uh, on Saturday at the spring game 
Yeah. We're going to kind of see, th- talk about what we saw and then uh, talk about uh, kind of what our, our, what this team's going to look like and what the, the big, you know, topics are going to be all summer long uh, heading into the off season. But uh, Kurt Blake chimes in Winston, you are late. What would coach Pete do to you? Oh man, I'm not even showing up today. If coach Pete, man, I'm, I, I'm also not going to BS it, man. I'm going to keep it real, but uh, yeah, I'm going to have to get on that phone call and tell old coach Pete, man, I messed up this morning. Hey, Kurt, man, way to call me out, man. Come on, I got to deal with, I got to deal with my boss here. It's uh, Tracy, so we'll uh, we'll go have a conversation, man. But I'm a single dad this week. My uh, my my wife's in California, so I got dads on a mad scramble in the so morning. So back off, Kurt. Back off, Kurt. Back off, man. Come on, I know, give me. A I know break. all about that, man. Trying to find childcare and get things going, but. Prob- I'm uh, I'm proud of you, Papa Venable, man. You're doing it. You're doing a good job as a dad. So uh, that's that's yeah, cool yeah. that uh, you're having some family time. Uh, what was any? Do you ever remember a time where uh, somebody showed up uh, late, overslept at a practice or a meeting or something? Well, you know what? I'll 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 dive into this because this is a good friend of mine and um, Scott Matlock. Um, in light of him going into the 2023 NFL draft, Scott Matlock showed up late, like two times in one week in his first week as a Bronco. And uh, he was one of those type of guys that you had to pull over to the side and be like, Hey dude, like that's not a good start. And uh, we're going to have to figure some things out here pretty quick. So there's always guys that are late. People mess up. Uh, every Everybody messes up a little bit. And um, when you, when you get into a new routine and that means that your alarm goes off at five o'clock, but you've also been busting your tail the whole day before Man, that body rests pretty well. So I think Scotty just had to get used to the, uh, the you know, get acclimated to the program and all those type of things. But uh, yeah, it just it's just funny because we we reminisce on that a little bit. I mean, he his first week as a Bronco was not it, and then he turned into being one of the the better leaders on the team and really taking guys under his wing. So I, wasn't uh, that something? Uh, yeah, and wasn't that something? I think early on in the Andy Avalos era, I remember early on in some of those games, he was talking about accountability and stuff like that. And I think there was, I don't want to say several, but it sounded like Andy was reading between the lines. He's like, there, he, you know, he was talking about there's things you got to do, like being on time. And those guys have, you guys, you know, have what more meetings at seven, seven thirty in the morning. Guys have treatment. I mean, these are early mornings for these guys as, as uh, during the season when they're getting in there and then having class and they're up late doing homework and things like that. But I mean, if I remember right, and, and you don't have to get specific with guys, but uh, if I remember right, that it sounds like that was something that at some point um, in the first season of Andy Avalos, and I would think it's pretty common, man. And I mean, we're all human. You forget to set the alarm one night or it doesn't go off. It's not on loud or your phone yeah. wasn't plugged. Your phone wasn't plugged in and the battery died overnight. I mean, everybody's had that, that thing, right? Yeah, I, 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 uh, I think it's a couple things. I think you build the habit and you build that routine where realistically, you know, you get into your, you know, a couple months into your freshman year or sophomore, junior year, where now you're just waking up at that time without an alarm because your body is just so used to it and you've built that habit, but definitely going to be some situations. I remember, uh, I thought I had my phone on the charger. Everybody uses their phones for, their alarms, even when I was in college. So um, that's, that's one thing that you learn, Hey, have a phone and go to Walgreens or Rite Aid and buy a little mini alarm clock. And that's the next level of, of uh, adulting there or becoming a college football player. But um, yeah, I woke up late for a workout and I was all tripping out and called coach Saha. And he's like, Winston, you're okay. Get here. We'll handle it and move on. And it was like breath of fresh air because I thought the world was coming down just from being late. And, uh, 
yeah, you get a little pass here and there. You don't want to make it a repetitive thing, but um, you build that habit and yeah, man, stuff happens. So, and I think they end up having the, uh, I don't know if the buddy system was the right word, but I know they were talking about a lot of the position groups and things with the, the group mm-hmm. text in the morning and making sure everyone's up and at it and texting everybody at five in the morning. Hey, everybody up. You good. You know? And I remember that kind of being a little bit of a storyline a couple of years ago. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm the guy that has to set the alarm at, you know, seven, seven Oh five, seven, 10, seven 15. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I'll get up on the first one, but you're always worried if one doesn't go off. I'm not sure why you expect the second one to be the one to wake you up. But, uh, those, those early, flights on the road where you're getting like two hours of sleep and you're you're uh just wondering if you should stay up or not you know at, at three in the morning when you, you have to leave at five and uh yeah everybody knows I, i'm still the guy winston that um i i said this to somebody and they go wait they still do that i actually as a backup call the front desk and get a get a wake-up call oh, there you go um, yeah, you know I, I so yes they, they still apparently do that because i'm always nervous that my phone's not going to be loud enough or something's going to happen and i need to have that backup and i'm always you know I have that fear every time of waking up, opening my eyes, seeing that it's 745 and my flight left at 615 or something, you know, and my wife and kids are expecting me home and I'm not there. And to this point, it's never happened, but uh, on, on to miss a flight for oversleeping. But uh, uh, you have to have the, the backup plans in place. So uh, there you go. You're you're you're, uh, you know, you're excused, totally reasonable couple minutes late helped give us 10 minutes of show content so uh appreciate that one. but it's right. a every it's an everyday thing that everybody deals with uh all the time but that's the best part about this platform and a podcast and a show where we're not like on the radio or on tv where yeah. you know we can start at 9 10 if we want to or we can start whenever we want so we uh we got good viewership though today i know folks are excited to hear about uh, your thoughts on the the spring ball um Perry says I was raised uh, that being early was being on time. My boss would laugh at me when I called to let him know I was going to be late and I would still show up on time. Um, Perry, you got it figured out, man. <laughs> uh, Josh says if Boise State makes a near six game with a top 10 offense, Bush should get paid more than Andy. Uh, we obviously know that won't happen, but uh, we look at uh, the spring game. And that was kind of one of the big storylines. What's the, the Bush Hamden offense going to look like? How does Talon, you know, pro- his progression from the end of last season, how he's look? Um, what, what was just your general thoughts, uh, whether it be the spring game or, or all spring when you were peaking by practice or whatever, what's kind of your take on the offense at this point? Yeah. I mean, I think there's some, some similarities that I've been around just from like a coach Harson offense a little bit, not necessarily, um, not necessarily coach plow, but I think you see a little bit of, you know, a little, th- some, some similarities to Dirk and some similarities to coach Harson and what kind of he implemented there. And that all makes sense because, and I think there'll be some wrinkles with Bush, but Bush kind of came up under that Pete and Harson era and all those type of things. And he's learned from Dirk. So I think there that you could see some of that out there, not anything um, crazy. I think they, I think they kept it pretty vanilla, pretty basic. Um, it looked like they had a, you know, couple opportunities to try to work like a fly sweep and get on the perimeter. That seemed like something that they were trying to establish just for the spring game. And um, no, I just, I thought that they were overall, you know, when an offense comes out and does well like that, sometimes these things are set up for the defense to run around and make plays and score all the points and uh, offensive guys usually going back as a staff, you know, kind of with a rough feeling in your gut because, you know, the defense is a little bit ahead at this point of the game, but um, I, I really saw the total opposite of that really where, the offense seemed several steps ahead of the defense. And I think um, it is what it is. There's a lot of returning players on offense. Uh, they they have some chemistry going. And I think there's a lot of holes to fill on defense. And you got a lot of young guys, new players. 
And um, those, you know, even a spring game moment is kind of big for those guys. I mean, Alexander Tubner is, you know, one of the better tacklers, I'd say, on the team. He puts his face in there, and he was out there missing a couple tackles. And I think those are just some things that um, they're going to happen early, uh, but um, uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic for some guys missing some tackles out there. So really, to me, looked like the offense was – uh, several steps ahead of the defense, and that was a little unusual for spring games or we'll spring the, in general. We'll get to the tackling. We'll get to the defense here in a minute. But two guys on offense I want to ask you about. Uh, first is Taylor Green, and, you know, we see that he's doing a big autograph signing on Saturday. We're starting to see some of the NIL deals coming in. Um, you know, he's, he's the face of this program right now as a sophomore, uh, as a, you know, half season as a starter, so to speak. And he's kind of been thrust into that, that role now with name, image, and likeness with everything else of what goes with being now a quarterback in, in Boise, Idaho for Boise state university. Um, he's going to have a lot of expectations and a lot of hype, man, going into the season. Um, you know, what, what do you make, I guess, of just where he's at, what you've seen from him on the field, but off the field as well. And, and, you know, um, how hard is it? I mean, it's going to be hard for him to live up to the X. I mean, I think some people are expecting him to be Mountain West player of the year and, and, you know, all, all, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in the country all of a sudden right now. Um, what's just your yeah. general take on where Talon's at? And I think, you know, the fact that he is only a sophomore going into his first season as the starter. Um, what do you make of Talon Green? Yeah, I think, I think that, that you laid out a lot of things right there. I think the, the, the pressure, the expectations are at, uh, uh, they're really high. They're really high. And I think he probably feels that he knows that because last year, you know, when you get thrown into the fire like that and where Boise state was at, right. We're talking about that UTEP game and where, um, you know, you're almost hitting rock bottom, right. Where Hank Bachmeyer transfers. Well, what's Taylor going to do? It's like, Hey man, we can't get any worse. We can only go one place from here. And if we lose three, four more games, it's not going to be 100% my fault. I mean, the season has almost been a disaster. So what happened was the complete opposite. They go on a nice little streak, and he's just riding this thing high, and that creates all this expectations for Bronco Nation and fans. And, um, you know, I think coaches probably have a realistic picture and outlook on, on that for him and trying to rein that in. But you said it, BJ. He's probably feeling that eternally. He has to now learn an offense as the number one guy. And I think that um, there's probably that pressure because, you know, the guys below him, it's like, hey, this is this is my opportunity to be there and I need to play every single game. And that was one of the, the storylines that I kind of had in my mind was, you know, does Tiller push Madsen for the number two spot? And are we comfortable? And when I say we, it's like, how, how is Bronco Nation going to feel if Taylor Green isn't playing in the game? Um, and what, you know, how are they going to get to the point of being really comfortable by fall camp for that to happen? And, uh, I think that, I think the realistic expectations, BJ, and sorry, there is, there was a graphic that somebody put up, uh, yesterday or the day before. And it, and it's funny because it showed Hank Bachmeyer yes. top 10 group of five, right. And Hank Bachmeyer is up there. Well, I got a lot of love for Hank. He's a former Bronco. I got a lot of love for him, but. At the same time, as his body of work is he's he's played several more games than Talon. He probably has double the amount of wins than Talon, more accolades than Talon. So it makes perfect sense. And what what it is is Bronco Nation doing exactly what you said, putting an unrealistic expectation on Talon Green. And he's gonna be awesome. He's gonna 
play great. He's going to do wonderful things. He's going to keep progressing and growing. But realistically, the guy's played, what, eight, eight, nine games, ten games under his belt, and that's it. So um, I love Taylor. I think he's a he's a rock star, man, and I wish him the best. And um, Sorry going on a little rant there, but, yeah, people, people can mess that kid up because everybody's on their phone. Players are on their phone. They're going to. They're going to look at that hype, and, and it's his job to block out the noise, but he's a young kid too. The other guy I know we've talked about last year several times because you have a connection with helping recruit and sign him, Ashton Genty, and you look at what he did in the you know last season, the bowl game you know to finish up the year 178 yards. Um, I, I don't think we're being prisoner of the moment kind of looking at him now, what he did at the end of last season, but I think some people, their minds are a little jaded because that's the last thing you remember is him running all over North Texas in that bowl game. Um, but um, what's, you know, he's another guy that I think has huge expectations. I mean, our friend, you know, John Mallory thinks he's going to lead the team in rushing. I mean, a fifth year starter and or fifth year senior in George Helani. Johnny thinks that Genty should be the number one back and get the carries and, and um, you know, regardless of George coming back. And, um, you know, I I'm, think we're pretty confident that we, and both of us saying that like when they play Washington, that first carry is going to go to George. But I mean, you know, I, 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 where are we now? Because it does seem like it's a good problem to have, obviously, but is, is the hype also getting too big on another sophomore in Genty? You know, he had a great season, but, you know, Helani, I know has the injury bug at times, but I mean, Helani, has been this starting back here for, for three years now. Um, what, what's your take on Halani slash Genty and I guess Genty in particular? Um, well, I think you, I think you can kind of look at Halani as a, as a little bit of an example. Um, you know, George, George came out and, you know, was dang near a freshman all American and, and had a great, great freshman year. And I think last year was probably his best year since then. Right. I mean, we talked about the injuries and whatnot and, um, you know, I think he put together his most productive year, you know, three years post that freshman year. So um, once again, I know George had a lot of hype going into sophomore year and things happen. Right. I mean, I think I think uh, Ashton Genty is the real deal. I think he's a phenomenal player. Um, love, love that he's a Bronco. And I think it's just one of those things where uh, it wouldn't be surprising if he at a, at a similar year or a little, you know, maybe not as well, you know? So, um, and if he ended up totally taking over and, and being the guy and sharing reps with George, I think you have to have two backs at least. Um, but once again, a lot of hype freshman year, he came out and he freaking caught the eyes and the attention of Bronco nation and, and really the country. He's a really good player. Um, but he is young. I think one of those reasons why they encourage George to come back again is because that Ashton still has a lot of work to do. Uh, I mean, you know, if you ever get with him, ask him about pass protection. That's one of the hardest things to do. You know, being a former running back coach, you might have all the skills in the world to run that ball. But do you know what's going on when they're sending pressure? And if you don't, it's really hard to play you. And I'm not saying that he doesn't, but I, I can, can almost guarantee you that you know, a freshman coming into Boise State's football program is not just going to have pass protection down. They keep it very simple in high school and it gets very complex in, in the college level. So if anything is holding him back, it could be external th or not external things, but it could be like pass protection or, um, you know, how are you handling the load academically to, 
you know, how are you transitioning as a person in college? And some of these kids get stressed out and overwhelmed. So keeping his load where it's at, probably a pretty good thing. I just think about the progression of some of these guys where it was Madison or McNichols or some of these guys, they'd, they'd have a, a nice true freshman season, you know, show some promise, do some things as the number two. And then this other guy would leave and they'd take over as a sophomore and have the big season themselves. Um, but the difference here is that Halani's back. I mean, with, yep. Madison, with Madison, with McNichols, it goes back even further. I'm just blanking on some names. These guys, you know, had the good freshman year, but then they t- they, they emerged as the number one because the other guy left as the sophomore. I know that happened yeah. both both times, I believe, with McNichols and Madison when, when Jay Ajayi uh, was – no, who was it uh, when – I'm trying to think Madison. No. Alexander. Uh, yeah, whoever yeah. would have been – somebody, whoever was before McNichols, and my mind's blanking, but McNichols played as the freshman, then took over as the sophomore, uh, and then it happened when McNichols left, I guess, with Madison. So um, it, it just is a little interesting that George is still around, and, um, you know, you throw Breezy Dubar into the mix uh, at some point as well. So yeah. um, either way, I think it's a good problem to have, and they can split the carries a little bit and keep both guys fresh. And if one guy yeah. were to go, if one guy were to go down, it's a pretty nice luxury to have one uh, a, and I, I think we both agree. The offense, as you said, way ahead of the defense at this point. And uh, I do want to finish up the show by touching on that defense, uh, Winston, in just a second. But got to thank a couple of our great sponsors that allow us to uh, pay Winston Venable to, uh, the, the high, high, high salary it costs to get him on here uh, every week. Uh, transportation compliance service. You looking for a new job? How about TCS? Transcomservice.com can help you every step of the way. Get into the trucking industry, uh, whether all the whether it's the big rig on your screen, the Amazon truck in your neighborhood, uh, all the permits, things you need. Check them out. Transportation Compliance Service. Com. You're looking for a dentist? How about Boise Dentistry Co.? They make uh, going to the dentist an enjoyable experience for the whole family. Full family dentistry, five locations across the Treasure Valley. Check them out. Find a location near you. BoiseDentistryCo.com. Dr. Miner and his staff um, just uh, love our time going into the dentist. So uh, check them out. BoiseDentistryCo.com. You need business insurance? How about United Commercial Insurance? Quick call could save you hundreds of dollars on your business insurance. 229-8222 at United Commercial Insurance. They can write business policy insurance in 44 states around the country. So don't wait. Give Brandon and his staff a call. Tell them you heard about it on Bronco Nation News, and they will give you the lowest rate possible. United Commercial Insurance, they make business insurance easy. Ridley's Family Market, shop Ridley's.com. Check them out. Download that new app. The Ridley's app will get you savings up to 40% in the store of one of their 13 Idaho locations in the surrounding states. So download the app. Go into a lo- location like the CUNA location the star location, uh, any of the locations in the Treasure Valley of the state, you can find one near you at shopridleys.com. You're looking for some Boise State gear? The Blue and Orange Store has you taken care of. Check them out, theblueandorangestore.com. Free shipping, any order over $40. And if you're not, uh, or if you're in the Boise area, if you're not, you can use the free shipping. But if you're in the Boise area, go into the mall, check them out on the second floor next to Pro Image, all the new Boise State NIL shirts, gear, things like that. And Boucher Real Estate, number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Check them out, BoucherRealEstate.com. A, a former Bronco doing good things on the community and helping giving back. And we appreciate his support of Bronco Nation News. So uh, please consider Matt the next time you're looking to buy or sell a home. Okay, Winston, we got a couple minutes left. Year. I want to finish up on the defense. Um, obviously, that's your side of the ball. I know you coach running backs, but you played uh, defense, and I think a lot of people think of you as a defensive guy. Um, what, what, you know, there were some questions, obviously, no matter what, you know, no matter who played, no matter who wasn't hurt in spring, when you lose Skinner and you lose Jones, and we talked about that, I think, the first time you came on a couple weeks ago, um, you know, Zeke Noah and Matlock and Biggers and all these guys, there were already going to be a lot of question marks. 
yeah. then you don't have DJ Shram this spring. You don't have Markel Reed this spring. You don't have Dimitri Washington this spring. There were some other guys out. Uh, I mean, that was a a shell of last year's defense out there at the spring game. And there were a lot of guys that uh, are, are going into some bigger roles. And, you know, Amari and McCoy, Juco transfer corner, some other guys like that that got huge opportunities this spring. And as you mentioned, the tackling was not good in the spring game. Andy Avalos said it's been a little bit of an issue all spring. Um, but it was, uh, I don't know if changing of the guards the right word, but there's a big-time shift in that defense this year. And Spencer Danielson has said, hey, man, it's happened before. The standard is a standard. You can't have a drop-off to who's out there. But it was pretty noticeable who wasn't out there on Saturday. And uh, the defense certainly uh, had its struggles at times. Yeah, you know, I think um, I think the – the way I'm kind of looking at this and, and there's some junior, like you said, there's some junior college transfers. There's some young guys that, um, you know, obviously going to have to step up, obviously that injuries aside, I mean, it's never good or it, it, for us, it kind of muddies up the picture because these guys aren't playing, but that's also realistic because you're going to not go through a season and have everybody playing. And if these guys are injured right now, does, do we know their timelines on when they're coming back and how healthy they'll be and, a guy like Markel Reed, I mean, he's been he's been out, heck of a player. Again, had a great freshman year, um, and he's gone through some injuries. Well, how does he respond with the, these injuries and these surgeries? You got to get through a spring or a fall camp or or play in a game or two to get yourself back mentally and physically. So a lot of question marks for the injured guys, of course. But then you know the product that's out there on the field. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that. Um, you know, I, I had to look up and, and be like, OK, yep, th this is a new guy transfer or whatnot, um, because there's just a lot of na new names out there. So the, the way I can kind of see it is, um, you know, there's last year or the last couple of years, there was kind of that star power. Right. Like you said, there's the J.L. Skinner, the Tyree Jones, the Scott Matlock. Um, you know, obviously, there'll be some guys that step up into being the the, the names of the defense, the Washingtons, the Shrams. But. Um, I think it's going to be a total different deal. I think you're going to look at uh, a defense that is the more like the chip on the shoulder, hardworking, discipline type players. And not, not saying that the guys last year weren't that, but they had a little bit of that star stardom to them. They had a little bit of that name. I think we're going to see a lot of guys carry that flag. Tubner, Robinson, Shale Adipa, all those guys in the secondary, the corners that are new. Um, they're just going to be guys that don't have that big light on them and they're going to step up. And like coach D saying, the standard is the standard. So those guys are going to step up and play at a very high level. And, um, uh, you know, and that's, that's just what they have to do. But as far as the name recognition, I don't think we're going to have as much as that this year. And it's going to be more to that chip on the shoulder type of guy that not many people know about. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, and this is not meant to be disrespectful or whatever, but I'm not sure they have an NFL player on defense or they'll be starting on defense this year. I mean, if you think about like a, like a surefire and I mean, they might have a guy get into a camp or something, but I mean, we all have known JL Skinner's getting drafted. Uh, yeah. We feel pretty good about Scott Matlock's chances. Uh, some of these yeah. guys, Tyreek Jones, um, it's the lack of star power is a good word, but uh, that doesn't mean guys like Tubner and, and uh, Shayla Depot aren't ready for the opportunity. We just haven't seen them do it yet. So, uh, yeah. and, and, uh, it's nice that they get, um, you know, an easy cake, uh, cupcake, uh, easy kind of FCS game in the first game. Oh no, they're playing, uh, Michael Penix jr. In Washington, uh, in the first game, that's going to be a, a tough opening game for this defense. Very tough. Very tough for sure. I think just tough game for the Broncos in general. Um, yep. they got Washington is, uh, 
you know, they were one of the better teams, top 25 team in college football last year. Did really well. Um, yeah, we got to get you on the payroll so we can get you up to that game, man. You can help report for Bronco oh, that'd be, News that, for us. That would be beautiful. That would be beautiful. That's going to be a heck of a, a heck of a game at their place. I mean, um, and that's the challenge, right? And I think, it, it, you know, not that not that those guys are anybody's looking for my advice, but um, there's a, there's always been or there has been recently a lot of talk about you know championship or bust. And um, I think some of the better Bronco teams that have come through the program are really just focused on one game and that be Washington and not looking too far ahead. And I think those are the type of things that as fans, we can just kind of keep on reiterating. And it goes back to the Taylor green and the Ashton Genty thing. Let's just take this thing one game at a time and, um, and support our team and encourage them. But it really is the focus um, is not the mountain West championship or 10 wins. Um, the focus is just, going out there and dominating Washington, because if you go and do that, the momentum will swing in and you will be ready for week two and week three and four and five. And, um, and, you know, the opposite can happen if you go out there and don't play well. Well, week two is UCF. That's not going to be an easy one. You got San Diego state Memphis early in the season. It's going to be a tough one. Final question. Winston, we'll get you out of here. Excuse me. What, what are you looking at now? There's no game for four months. Their last practice was yesterday. There's no official team practices for four months. Um, they'll have the, the you know conditioning and PRPs and kind of some stuff on their own. But this team won't get back together and have an official practice till the first day of fall camp on on you know early August, August first or something. So for you, what are what are um, your two or three things that you know when we start on August first that you're gonna you know the, the storylines or questions or just the big picture things surrounding this team? What's what's near the top of the list for you as we uh, try to fill you know three months of content here as we get ready for uh, fall camp in August? No, I mean, I think, yeah, I think we talked about a couple of them already, but I'd really be, really be keeping an eye in on those injuries, right? Because there was a lot of guys non-dressed. And I just think that we really have no idea what this football team looks like until we find out what that football team is going into August. So uh, keeping an eye on the injuries, I think is going to be huge. You know, the Broncos have to have some of those guys that were injured, be healthy and be ready to play at a high level. Um, I think we talked about that quarterback depth, very interested in seeing how those, that quarterback room develops. Um, and then lastly, I think, you know, we just talked about it a second ago, what for, for fans, uh, for Bronco nation, I know that, you know, we have our expectations and goals and whatnot and inside the building, they have theirs, but you know, what is realistic? what is an expectation going in? I think a lot of people were happy about 10 wins last year. I know that a lot of people were not happy about losing a mountain West championship. So I'm just very curious on how Bronco nation goes into the season uh, and what our expectations are for these boys in the blue. And um, like you just rattled off their schedule, it's going to be a very interesting year. Well, Winston, we appreciate your time, man. Thanks for uh, still squeezing us in this morning and uh, we'll, uh, We'll talk off air, but I'm hoping we can keep you involved at least on a semi-regular basis here moving forward and certainly want to try to make this a, a weekly thing again come uh, football season if, if you're up for it. And we uh, your insight is great. I've heard nothing but great feedback from folks about uh, what you bring to the table. And and uh, you have the unique perspective of the playing side, the coaching side, and doing both right there in that facility and on that blue field at Boise State. So we uh, always appreciate your uh, insight and your time. Uh, give, give us another uh, – give, give Tracy some love and progressive wealth management. They're allowing you to do this each week. And like I said, I know you work with a lot of NFL players 
But, you know, for the average Joe listening to us right now, you guys more than happy and would love to still take care of them as well. Absolutely. You know, it's it's all about education first. So that's where it all starts, BJ. It's it's a lot of a lot of people, not just NFL football players, but they don't know what's available out there for them. Uh, investment strategies or coming up with a comprehensive plan. So it really starts with making a phone call and having that be something that's important in your life and something that you want to take care of. Uh, you know, on all sorts of facets, whether it's life insurance or um, making sure your retirement plan set up. I mean, it, it, there's so many different uh, tools in the tool, toolbox, uh, you know, arrows in the quiver that Tracy has that he can, you know, utilize. So uh, people out there in the general public can maximize their short term goals and their long term goals and really uh, take advantage of some things financially and put themselves and their families in a great position pwmmanagement.com progressive wealth management tracy baggerly and winston their whole team does a tremendous job and it's a cool office when you walk in there too all the nfl jerseys hanging up and stuff it's uh, they do a, they do a cool they do it right there it's uh, progressive wealth management so check them out and uh all your financial needs uh, they will help you out it's a uh, progressive wealth management winston have a great day man we'll talk to you soon uh if nothing else we'll see you june 2nd for the uh, golf tournament but hopefully we can uh uh, get Tracy to let you sneak out some afternoon at some point and get a practice round in. Oh, yeah. No, I appreciate it. Excuse my tardy, tardiness, Bronco Nation. Thanks for not being too hard on me, BJ, and we will see you again. Appreciate it. There he is, Winston Venable, the Winston Venable Show. We got uh, Boise State softball today. They got the doubleheader at noon down at Donald Larson Park. We'll have Colin Mitchell there covering that. And then uh, signing day as well for the basketball program. So we'll see if there's any news there uh, moving forward. And so um, we'll have you covered. I know it's the offseason, but stuff's still happening daily. We'll have full coverage of Bronco Nation News, bronconationnews.com. So have a great day. Thanks to Winston. Uh, my name's BJ. We'll talk to you later. Bronco Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com.